0: Hey, welcome to the Bible Savvy Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Lucas, and this is a special mini episode. I'm here with teaching pastor Clayton Keenan. Eric is not here. I'm back, but Eric's gone. I hope he's enjoying his holiday. Clayton, what would Eric be doing right now if he were here?
1: I think besides making ridiculous sound effects, Mm -hmm. I think that he would be saying, it's about time. For some time-ambiguous banter about social events that may or may not have happened because we record these episodes in advance. He
0: would be doing that, wouldn't he? So, Nikki. Yes.
1: How was your Christmas?
0: It was amazing. I got probably like 100 different gifts. Not at all. It was probably like 101. Then I watched the Christmas Eve special.
1: The Christmas Eve special? Christ Community special? Yes. are on CBS? On
0: CBS. Ch- CBS Channel 2 at 1030. It was Unbelievable. amazing. Unbelievable. Uh, the, the team did a fantastic job. Did you guys see that little, um, little box elder bug flying around the entire time while Jim was, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, while Jim, while Jim was teaching, it was, it was interesting. I thought there was a fly in my house, but it wasn't, it was actually on the screen. (laughs) I mean, in this, in the TV, you know?
1: Oh man. Well, uh, my Christmas was full of holiday cheer. Lots of, I, I, I'm pretty sure And I watched the Christmas Story, which is my favorite movie, uh, like three or four times, and uh, it was fantastic. It was just it's quotable and uh, and always always good and uh, and I'm sure my children loved watching it with me, and uh, and they they don't complain about it one bit, Mm -hmm. nor do my in in laws. They didn't complain one bit for having to have that on TV.
0: Perfect day.
1: Yeah. Perfect
0: day. (laughs) So tell us what exactly what we're doing. We're doing something a little bit different. All right. So uh,
1: today we're not going to do full comma episode uh, for kind of our Christmas break, holiday break here. Uh, we're uh, We're just going to look at a couple of verses in the book of James. So uh, in between the, these kind of the next two weeks, we're reading the book of James, which is, it's so practical. It's so good. There's just lots of like little pithy things and one-liners and provocative stuff. So uh, I thought what we could do, is just both of us pick one verse from this week's readings that is striking to us and just share what we thought about it um, and kind of how we responded. So why don't you start with uh, a passage in James that uh, you found interesting?
0: Yeah, so one that I found interesting uh, was chapter 1, verse uh, 19, says, uh, 1920 actually, it says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. The reason why this stood out to me, honestly, is because we're coming off of Christmas and I thought of you know, just a lot of family dynamics, right? Around the holidays in general, you got people coming together from, uh, haven't been around each other for a while and you've got kids running around and just, just sometimes this gets a little crazy. And so I thought to myself, um, whether it's family, whether it's your neighbors down the street or coworkers or the headlines, whatever it may be, a lot of us, I think sometimes do a lot of, we do a lot more talking than we do listening. And sometimes we can uh, let things frustrate us to the point to where uh, the anger kind of, it, we're quick to become angry, you know? And so um, that just really kind of hit me. And, and just as to say, human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Mm. Um, I think of just the climate we are in today, right? You turn on the news and before you know it, you're walking away, Angry about something. You're having a conversation with a neighbor, or they do something that irritates you, and you walk away angry. And it just doesn't produce the kind of righteous, generous, community type of feel that God desired for his people. It creates the opposite, it creates division and brokenness. And it just stuck out to me as we we're we're ending this christmas season.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely a very convicting and, and challenging verse and 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 one in some ways though that offers a beautiful picture of like what I would like, you know? Yeah. Like it would be great. I would love to be a person who listened more and yep. didn't feel like I always had to speak and and, and definitely didn't get angry. So it's yeah. good. Well, here's the here's the verse that I uh, have been thinking about here. Uh it's in chapter 2 and it's the section where the heading says faith and deeds and it starts off like this in verse 14. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds, can such faith save them? And then you can keep reading about that, and then in verse 17, it says, in the same way, faith by itself, if not accompanied by action, is dead. And uh, this is this is um, a really interesting verse because it, uh, it feels like it's in tension with something that we say all the time and we see all throughout the rest of Scripture— which is we are not saved by our works we don't earn our salvation, we don't you know kind of build up points and you know kind of merit salvation and yet this passage seems to say, well if you don't if you don't have deeds, if you don't have actions, if you don't have works, how can that faith save you and so there's a a kind of a tension of like well do we need to do good things to be saved or do we just believe to be saved and what what's going on here and I think what's going on here is Sometimes we misunderstand the word faith, and the word faith. A lot of times in our kind of like popular, you know, way we talk about it, what we mean by it is something like, "I agree to certain truths." You know, I believe that you know God is real. I believe that Jesus died and rose again, and those sorts of things. Like I, I those we, I think those are true facts. And um, so, in James, it actually says, you know, even the demons believe those things. Mm-hmm. They know that there's a God, um, and yet. That doesn't mean that they're they're you know they're they're right with God because of that, and so um, what it, what really we should see is that true faith, like living faith. So the, it uses this metaphor of faith that's dead, living faith is a faith that actually changes and transforms and shows up in our actions. And if it doesn't show up in our actions, it might not actually be living faith. And uh, in some ways, it's uh, sometimes I've heard people describe it as allegiance. Like you can translate the word faith in the New Testament as allegiance or loyalty or commitment uh, to, to somebody. So if you've got a king and you're kind of, you have uh, faith, fidelity, allegiance to him, it says, I trust him. Uh, I, I look to him for my help, but it also means I'm committed to following him. And so uh, if that isn't really what's going on, it might not actually be faith. And so James is challenging people, I think, who, um, you know, maybe have read Paul or uh, heard something else like that where they say, oh, all I need is faith. And James is saying, yeah, but real faith shows up in how you how you live. And if it doesn't, then maybe it's not real. And so I, th- I think that's really um, both, uh, not just help clarify something, but it's really challenging to say, is my faith really showing up in, in what I do? So I was looking at that verse.
0: Yeah, that's really good. And it, it's... It's really practical when you look at it. It can be confusing when you're reading it. But like as soon as someone kind of says it, it's like, oh, that really makes sense. If we're going to believe something, it has to impact every area of our life. So that makes sense. All right. Well, that is all that we have for you today. We hope that you will join us next Monday for another episode. We'll be looking at uh, another, we'll be doing another mini episode. So tune in for that. And in the meantime, if you're not following along uh, with the reading plan, you can check out BibleSavvy.com to download it and to start reading along. Also, you can subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Email us your questions or suggestions at podcast at BibleSavvy.com. And if you're on Twitter, you can find us there for more Bible Savvy insights. We'll talk to you next week.